0: Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to this uh, edition of the Sisters Podcast. We were told that we need to introduce ourselves.
1: So who are oh, you? Oh, my name is Lee Laird. And I'm Margie Schaefer, and we're sisters. We're sisters,
0: and we actually live next door to each other. That That's true. We and live next door to
1: each other. As we shared in an earlier podcast... Uh, years ago we put a hole in the fence so the kids could go back and forth now it's just the dogs who go back and forth but the fence blew down recently that's right <laughs> so you know you're getting old when your
0: fence falls down yeah so. yeah so well today we are talking about kind of some serious heavy things mm-hmm. um, our state of Washington where we live mm-hmm. has been hit pretty hard with the coronavirus uh, in fact my uh, my boys the school district where my boys attend school has been closed down for most likely the next 14 days they'll be doing their courses online Um, my husband works for Boeing and uh, they were told yesterday that they have they would all prefer that everybody just work remotely uh, just to try to kind of nip the spread of this virus in the bud so we have been hit pretty hard in the state of Washington Uh, so Every every day I have I I have this I subscribe to this thing called I believe and, and they send me a verse, a, a daily verse. And so I put it out on our family text and I thought today's verse was very timely in light of what's going on in our state with this virus and how it's really, it it has truly impacted daily life because, you know, school districts are closing and, you know, one one of the largest, the largest employer, I think Boeing has said work from home. So that's definitely a disruption in, in daily life. And it is, um, we're all familiar with this verse. It's a fabulous verse, Second uh, Chronicles 7.14, which says, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And, um, you know, if there's anything we need, it's our land to be healed right now. Um, because there's just a lot of, um, you know, this virus is a scary thing because it's unfamiliar. Uh, we don't really know, you know, it, it's for some people it's it ha- it seems to affect them very very seriously. Older people and people with immune immunity compromised who are immune compromised, um, but for others they seem to be able to kind of weather it and get and get past it pretty well. But it's it's a new thing that we are unfamiliar with, so it's caused a lot of fear, and um and people just don't really know how to how to deal with it very well. So this was a timely verse for us. And, um, you know, another thing that we were challenged to do in church this past Sunday, as our pastor addressed this, was to pray the 91st Psalm over our, uh, over our lives and our families and, and, and homes and communities.
1: And why don't you hold off on that until the end, because I want to touch on that and have you, Basically, close with that. It's okay. such a fitting yeah. way to end. And um, I'll share just a few things leading up to Psalm 91. Okay. And then, if you'll close with that. So, Lee mentioned the coronavirus, which is all over the news. And, you know, Ground Zero is right here in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Kirkland, Washington, which is really not far from us at all. And it's affecting schools. It's affecting churches. Now it's affecting corporations, along with Boeing, Microsoft, and Facebook, and many others have told their employees, work from home. And that's because of the fear of the virus spreading. And uh, that's what I want to talk about. I'm not a health official, so I'm not even going to tackle the medical issues related to the coronavirus. It is called COVID-19, which I think that means there has been 19 strains of it over the years. Mm. There's been MERS and SARS and H1N1 and the swine flu, all of that, you know. Kind of falls under the category. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. But this is new and it comes in our regular flu and cold season. Mm-hmm. And at our community Bible study on Wednesday, we were probably missing 20% plus of the population mm-hmm. just due to sickness. And then uh, some women choosing to stay away for fear of just being in a large group or just not necessarily fear, but, you know, just taking precaution and and doing everything they can to protect themselves and their family members. Um, But I think what I just want to speak to today is, as believers in Jesus, not being dominated by fear. It's so easy if you turn on the news and watch any kind of news report or hear anything uh, up to the minute of the coronavirus to get scared Mm -hmm. and to get fearful. And I think you know, fear is never from the Lord. We're told that Mm -hmm. in scripture. Mm -hmm. He said, God has not, Paul said, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So when we have a spirit of fear, where's it coming from? It's not coming from God. I know as a parent, as a mother, I never ever want my children to be afraid. I want them to be wise. I want them to be full of faith, but I would never put fear on them. And I think the Lord... Uh, parents us the same way. He doesn't want us to be dominated by fear. When we hear these news reports, or we read about coronavirus, it's important to read it with an eye and a heart of faith, and to just be wise in our decision making. Mm -hmm. And that will look different for different people. And um, so there's a coronavirus, Mm -hmm. Happening in our state and in several other states as well. Um, And there is also um, we have been hearing how locally the Satanist temple got permission permission from our state government to go and protest and perform a ritual on the steps of our state capitol. And that is going to be happening in just a few minutes on Friday mm-hmm. today's friday what march march, march 6. 6 yeah so some of you will be listening to this after the fact but you can still pray and we pray that the lord will bind and rebuke the enemy through the name And through the blood of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. God is so much more powerful than the enemy. I I read an article about the Satanist church and they said that, um, well, they're not really a church. I don't know what they are, but they said Satan was the first one who demanded equal rights. Is and I true? thought, well, that is true. He wanted to be like God <laughs> mm-hmm. and Lucifer. So God, you know, kicked him out of heaven and he's been causing trouble ever since. Um, mm-hmm. so that's another thing that's on our hearts today. And then for those of us who live in Washington state, uh, there has been a bill that has come up in our local state legislature that Many parents—I don't know how many—but thousands of parents vocalized their um, adamant displeasure and being against this bill, and thousands upon thousands emailed, called their local legislatures, and legislators, I should say, and thousands went to Olympia. Thousands of parents went to Olympia to protest and make their voices heard being against this bill which is a mandatory sex education bill for k through 12 students in the public school and it's beyond the pale Mm -hmm. i think even believers who uh or parents i should say who aren't believers of jesus would not want their children being exposed to this kind of teaching. Um, There's a place for sex education in the public schools, and every parent has to decide what's right for their children. Um, But this one is beyond the pale, and I'm not even going to describe it. Uh, If you want to know more about it, you can Google it. And see, it has passed because the Democrats have the majority in our state house and every single Republican was against it. They were listening to their constituents. And uh, it doesn't mean that all Democrats are bad and all Republicans are good. It just was a bill that was divided straight down party line. And that's what caused it to pass in both houses of our state Congress. And now all that is required is for the governor to sign this bill into law. And um, so we're very heavy mm-hmm. today about this bill. Our hearts are burdened about the coronavirus. Our hearts are burdened about what's going to happen on the steps of our Capitol. And um, before you read Psalm 91, I just want to share... Um, a text that I received this morning from my husband Steve um, Steve is uh, currently in the nation of Kenya and he went for um, the second year in a row he went with a team and their whole heart is um, to train pastors and leaders and so I I haven't been able to talk to him since he's been gone, but we're able to text. And so I've been keeping him up to date on what's happening in our state. And I said, you know, it just feels like all hell, hell is breaking loose. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that sometimes individuals feel that way in their own life. But when you look at the state, um, you can certainly feel that way if you're tuned in to what's happening. and. Um, I just want to say before I read this text to you from Steve, as far as what happened in Kenya, our community, our flourish community has been praying at 320 every afternoon, according to Ephesians 320 in the Bible, which says that uh, we can pray and ask God for things that are beyond our imagination. We just pray and ask him for the things that we can think about. So we have been praying for our city all year since we've been gathering. Mm -hmm. And uh, even this past Wednesday in the morning and the evening session, we had a special time of prayer for everything that's going on, both personally and corporately. Mm -hmm. Last week, I was at a conference. It was called the Church Awakening Conference. And we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for our city and for revival to come. So all that to say, there is a lot of prayer being lifted up by the people of God on behalf of our nation and our state. And so I'm sending all of this to Steve over the course of the last 10 days. And this is what he texted me back. Well, today was indescribable. God showed up in an extremely tangible way. It was so profound, I tried to document the day moment by moment. I'll have to try and explain it in person, but that won't do it justice. But in a nutshell, we had our text exchange this morning. So it was Thursday night for me, Friday morning for Steve. I felt led to share it with our team. The devotional was on worship. As she was saying worship, the Lord said to me, Jehoshaphat. And I encourage you to look that up in your Bibles if you aren't familiar with that story. Then I, this is Steve talking, read our text exchange. We are at war and we must lead with worship. So we arrive at the conference and we scrap our plans. I was called to the front, and I explained the content and situation of where we live and what is happening. And then I read our text string. The Kenyans were blown away that this could be happening in America. So that began an hour of everyone praying and worshiping and interceding on our knees for the state of Washington. The presence of God was tangible. The heavenly places were shifted, our prayers mixing with your prayers, and Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Those things that can be shaken, are being shaken, so we will receive His unshakable kingdom, repentance and revival, and so. Even though we've shared some heavy burdens today, we want to close this time by encouraging you to pray and follow along with us as we read, Lee reads Psalm 91. And um, that will be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. So I am reading
0: from the English Standard Version of, of the Bible, and it is Psalm, Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High Will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Is that relevant or what? Mm -hmm. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him with long life I will satisfy
1: him and show him my salvation